The following is a Teatro del Pueblo production. Welcome to Coco's Barrio, where our dogs bark Spanish lullabies. The Mississippi surprise is always sneaking in the heart. There are more ways to say, Que frio! You betcha! Than you ever thought possible. But the warmest place is where the heart is. Where the heart is home. This is our home. Welcome to Coco's Barrio, where our Barrio. This special episode we prepare for you is called Daca Rising. We're bringing you the music from Alfama Duo, and we'll have a conversation with Roxana Linares, the executive director of Centro Tairón Guzmán, about her work with the youth. Y como siempre, our house band Los Intrépidos, Miguel González, Vladimir Garrido, Mauricio Sánchez, as well as our fantastic Teatro del Pueblo acting troupe, y yo, 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 su servidora, Coco. The land of Prince y la leyenda Oji García También la casa del burrito mercado You can find Swedish meatballs Tamales noche día Latinx Paradise. And after what seemed like a hundred years of quarantine hunkered down in my basement, I went to run some errands in St. Paul. And I came about the murals at the Ramsey County Courthouse. And I saw a beautiful new mural with a field worker wearing the wings of a monarch butterfly. Ah, it was just beautiful. Collectively created by the Latinx Muralism Apprenticeship at Clues. And what was so beautiful about the symbol of a monarch butterfly is that it tells the story of the migratory path between Mexico and the United States which is the same path traveled by many of our Latina relatives. And seeing this made me remember a children's poem by Federico Garcia Lorca that my mom taught me growing up in Guatemala. And it was about a butterfly that would not stay still. Mariposa del aire, quédate ahí, ahí. No te quieres parar, pararte no quieres. Butterfly of the air, stay there, there. You don't want to stop. You do not want to stop. And I remember it used to bother me how hesitant this butterfly seemed. The butterfly in the poem is depicted as ambivalent, even though this butterfly was actually very important. It was la luz del candil, the lamplight. Yet it would fly away at any given moment. So the poet inferred that the butterfly was clueless about their journey. But that is not the case with monarchs. 
see standing right there at the courthouse with the monarch butterfly wings behind me, I wanted to ask the holy gatekeepers of the Constitution, where does it say that this is not a fair request, that the young people whose only home they've known and want to make America better are not Americans? Hmm? And although the Lorca poem ends in a very uncertain note, Mariposa, ¿estás ahí? Butterfly, are you there? We really hope the answer we are expecting to hear from the legislature comes very, very soon. In the meantime, how about hearing some music from our musical guests? From flamenco to progressive rock, ladies and gentlemen, with us today, the music from Miguel González and Paula Arguello. They are Alfama Duo. Hola, Paula. We are so happy to have you guys back in the show. Thank you for having us again. We've been always part of this show in all types of ways. I have played with another band that I have too. I've been part of the cast. Uh, yes. Miguel has always played with them. So we're all connected in this community and we're happy to be back today. All right. And what are you guys going to play for us today? We are going to play a flamenco now. We became friends because we were from super different backgrounds in music. He liked progressive rock and I like flamenco and fado. So we came together and did jazz. <laughs> and then we decided that we didn't like it and that we should do flamenco and we should do progressive rock. So we do Pink Floyd and all of a sudden we do La Llorona. And all of a sudden we do flamenco. So yeah, this is called Amandote.
The next segment is sponsored by the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, ICE. comes for you. Tell me. At ICE, we are the true last line of defense. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when you cross that line? At ICE, compassionate enforcement is what we do best. Bad boys, bad boys, better change your ways. What you gonna do when we take your kids? At ICE, we defend our homeland with integrity. Oh, yeah! Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when you rat it out? Bad boys, bad boys, better change your ways. Better change your ways, cause we'll change the rules. We'll chuck it to the gangs. We'll chuck it to the rapists. We'll chuck it to the drugs. We'll chuck it to the streets. We'll chuck it to your zip code. We'll chuck it to your color. Chuck it to your culture, and we'll chuck it to your love. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when we come for you? Ice, where real patriots come to work. Bad boys! And now we go to the Jefferson Davis Employment Center, a place where dreams are made for some and aspirations are squashed for others. Hey, can I? I want to. I'm in line. All right. For the next Excuse me. Can I get your attention? For those like rude Excuse me. For those applying for the up and coming software company, the Microsoft Wannabes, please line up to my right. And the rest of you unlucky entry level smucks that will be making minimum wage for the rest of your pathetic little lives, please line up at the wall. Wait, wait, keep walking. Uh, that means you there, Sonny. Keep walking. Keep walking. Keep wa you could stop now. You ran into the wall. Keep thinking good things will happen to those who wait. Okay. Cool. Thanks, I guess. Yeah, keep going. Jeez, what a... Excuse me, ma'am. What if I already filled out the application for the MOS software company? Mm, you did, did you? Mm -hmm, yes. You must be one of those know-it-all goody-two-shoes, huh? Uh -huh. I'm just Answer. here for an interview. Oh, well, gee, you should have said something before, sweetheart. Apply in person, meaning if you're old, fat, or ugly, you'll be told the position has been filled, but you didn't hear that from me. Hmm. What did you say your name was? Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah, name. Carla Molina. Hmm. I mean, look. M-O-L-I-N-A. Oh, here you are. Carla Molina. Molina? Yes, yes, Molina? Yes, yes, that's me. All right. Yeah. Oh. Mexican, yeah, hablo Mexicano. What? Oh, you're kidding, right? No, no one speaks Mexican. That's not even a language. Mm. You mean Spanish. <laughs> you're telling me Mexicans don't speak Mexican? <laughs> now you're going to tell yes. me that Americans don't speak American. Ma'am, do you have any idea of what you're saying right now? Do you uh, know how that sounds? Okay, girly, hold up. Don't get all snotty at me. I'm just saying these companies love diversity and all the inclusion they can get. Well, that's all good as long as they don't think you're talking about them in some godforsaken dialect, you comprende? Ugh. Can you just do your job and tell me where to oh, go, please? just hold your tongue and wait here, kiddo. The HR mm. troll will be coming in any time. All right. Take a seat, please. Thanks. 
Hey, young man. Huh? If you're done with your interview, please make sure you see the recruiter, okay? Thanks, rude lady. Hey. Oh, hey, Carla. Rudy, what are you doing here? Well, I just interviewed for the MOS position. Oh, oh. awkward. Hey, are you really listening to what we're saying? I'm not listening God. to your conversation. I just got airways. You don't catch airways. Yeah. Hey, you. Me. Yeah, you. You need to register with the recruiter. Oh, come on. I'll take you. Thank you. So, Carla, are you applying for the diagnostics manager position, too? Yep. And, of course, you did, too, right? Yeah. Hopefully, one of us gets it. It'll probably be you. Oh, I sure wish. If they allow me to keep working after my DACA expires. No, I'm glad I renewed it for a few months back before all this mess. Well, my permit expires next summer, so... Dude, it could still be you. Nah, I only got a two-year extension. I gotta start polishing my Spanish. <laughs> well, maybe we both get deported no, then. listen, you're more experienced and you're a better fit for this job than I am. You should focus on that, not on some stupid card. Mm, I guess, if you say so. Well, don't sell yourself short. Carla <laughs> uh, Malina. Thanks, Rudy. Hey, follow you know, me. You for the pep talk and stuff. Oh, you're Thanks. more than welcome. Hurry up. Yeah, I'm coming. Skittles. Follow me. <clears throat> hey, Charles, this is Carla Molina from Mexico, but she doesn't speak Mexican. Oh, that's oh definitely not God. something that... That I, is racist. <sighs> whatever. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Um, I'm never sorry mind. about that. Uh, g- good morning, Ms. Molina. Good morning. Uh, thank you for coming to MOS Software Company. I'm Charles. I hope you brought a hard copy of your application. Oh, um, I sent it through the website, actually. Okay, so let, let me just check. Oh, boy. Oh, would you look at that? Oh, man, the website is down. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. You know what? As a matter of fact, before I hit submit on the website, I was uh-huh. able to save it, I think. Let me check one second. Yeah, sure. Um, I think I printed a copy over here. No. no. Yes, yes, here it is. Perfect. Oh. There you go. Uh, all right, let's take a look. Oh, well, you have quite a lot of experience in this line of work. Cool. So, uh, you're from Mexico? Well, technically, yes. My parents brought me from Mexico when uh-huh. I was three years old, but really, I don't even know Mexico. This is all I know. This mm. is home for me, and I know I have a little accent because we speak Spanish at home all the time, but I'm a 100% right. East Sider. Mm. I went to St. Mark's Middle School, and from there, directly to Harding. Oh, and no way. Yes. <laughs> my sister went to Harding. I actually went to Johnson High. Oh, and you really admit to it? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just ask my sister, you know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, um, so you need to see my work permit? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Here. yeah, yeah. Oh. Here it is. Oh, look at that. Oh, my God. What a funny little card, huh? It's like a hologram. <laughs> yes. And now you see it and pfft, now you don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but not, no, no, seriously, no, no need to do that. Uh, let me take you to see Mr. Saransky. Hi, Mr. Saransky. Uh, this is Carla Molina, candidate for the diagnostics manager position. Hello, Mr. Saransky. A pleasure. Please take a seat. Uh, Charles, hold a second, please. Do you need anything else, sir? As a matter of fact, yes. Okay. Of ten people, only one is prepared. What is this? A joke? Do I look like a dummy to you? Come on! We are a high-tech company. It's like 
been a rough day. It's been sir. a rough day. Easy money. That's what all these kids want. Yeah. Nobody wants to go to school anymore. Everybody wants to be the next Steve Jobs, Bill Gates. But what do they know? Social media. Are you kidding me? Sir, I know you're frustrated, but, you know, social media is complicated. I am not frustrated, Charles, and I'm also not trying to fill an HR position like yours. Oh, wow. I don't know whose stupid, stupid idea this was to be at this fair in the first place. Yours? <laughs> but but look, uh, Mr. Saransky, this is a great candidate. You'll be impressed by Miss Molina. She's awesome. I better be Charles. Okay. Only one more. And we close this thing for today. You got it? Yes, sir. Excuse me. Good. Good luck. Now, let's cut to the chase, Miss Mulan. It's Molina. Whatever! Tell me, why should I hire you? Well, cutting to the chase, Mr. Soransky. Honestly, I'm the one that you want. Look, this position is very, very, very... Very technical, okay? And in okay. your resume, I don't... Mm-hmm. I don't... Yes? Well, I see... Um, business. Mm-hmm. Check. Um, communication. Check. Mathematics. Check. And statistics. Check. Those hardware, software, and computer networking experience. I got chills. They're multiplying. See, you're very strong. Look at all these qualifying. I'm not simplifying. Simplifying, simplifying. Well, I worked hard to get this fine degree. You can't imagine what I've gone through. You see, I've shaped up. from that awesome duo, our musical guests, Alfama Duo. Thank you. 
Barrio interview segment is sponsored by Pharmacare. Totally devoted to you. Help me. I have stomach pains. Pharmacare is here. I think my appendix is going to burst. Sounds like symptom code 2243. We're totally devoted to that. Our emergency appeals process is only six months. Totally devoted to you. Help me! I can't breathe! Pharmacare is here. Help me! All you need 
is an approval form from your approved doctor and wait for us to approve your approved doctor's approval pending approval of your next of kin. Easy. Totally devoted to you. Help! My, my heart is failing! Ugh. Failure today is fuel for tomorrow. Heart problems are preventable. What? I'm dying here! Pharmacare recommends long walks and a healthy diet for prevention. Ugh. Totally devoted to you. Totally devoted to you, Pharmacare. Today we have a special guest, the executive director of Centro Tyrone Guzman, the oldest and largest Minneapolis-based multi-service Latine organization founded in 1974. Her name is Roxana Linares, originally from Peru. Roxana joined Centro Tyrone Guzman as the executive director in 2009, and to this day, Roxana is committed to Centro's mission for the well-being of Latine families through providing a holistic approach to education, health, and wellness. Bienvenida, Roxana. It's a pleasure to have you here with us today. And how are you? Thank you so much for the invitation and for that beautiful introduction that you read. You are so kind with us, with me, with Centro. We are well considering the circumstances, but always um, relying on community to keep on going and keep strong. Roxana tells the story of how she ended up in Minnesota, from working in a mine in the highlands of Peru, and her brother telling her about the U of M, and how she decided to come to pursue her master's in educational policy and administration. Yo estaba trabajando en una mina en Tintaya, en las alturas del Perú, casi 4,000 metros, sobre el nivel del mar, linda el paisaje, ya te imaginas las montañas, esa planicie. Y eh, la escuela en la que trabajaba tuvo un cambio, al final tuvo que cerrar eh, por cambio de administración en la mina y eh, me faltaba terminar mi maestría. Entonces mi hermano que estaba acá estudiando en el Humphrey me dijo, pues vente aquí a Minnesota eh, que es un estado tan bonito y hazla aquí, la universidad es muy buena. Entonces yo me vine y él me había engañado porque me trajo así como en la primavera. Y entonces, pues, por el clima. claro, imagínate en el otoño los árboles cambiando de color, la cosa más bella, el campus, la gente. Roxana fell in love with the people of Minnesota and the weather. Later on, when she experienced the cold winter months, it was a little more difficult to get around, especially when riding the bus, but she was determined to appreciate the beauty of each season. No, me imaginaba el frío que iba a pasar ese primer invierno. Yo estaba Daniel, tú nunca me dijiste que esto iba a ser así, y que la nieve, y que yo todavía andaba en bus. Y, y bueno, pero ya después, creo que ya para el tercer año, cuando me di cuenta, era enero, febrero, en lo más duro del invierno, y yo estaba ahí conversando con amigos en el medio de la nieve, pues sí, con mis guantes y todo, pero ya acostumbrada y eh, apreciando incluso lo bonito que es eh, el invierno aquí, como que te despierta apenas sale, 
eh, pero lugar, un estado tan bonito y cuando empecé a trabajar en centro, pues ya decidí quedarme eh, porque me encanta, me encanta la misión de nuestra organización. Yo entré ayudando en el preescolar y ya te imaginas con los chiquitillos me, me enamoré de, del trabajo y decidí quedarme. And so Roxana started working with the preschool program at Centro, and 21 years later, she continues this work, promoting an array of programs to community members, from senior citizens to expectant mothers to preschoolers, promoting holistic development, cultural pride, community engagement, and academic success. For example, the Raices program, it's a program for the youth, which aims to reduce teenage pregnancy, the rate of new infections of HIV, STDs, improve academic performance, school attendance, high school graduation rates, and post-secondary enrollment in the Latina community. Unfortunately, some of these families are directly impacted by a lack of guarantees, haunted by the idea that they might get separated or deported, and other issues such as access to healthcare, jobs, or good education. You hear the stories of people that come here because still I get the question, well, why don't they apply like everyone else and get in line? Well, it's very difficult to apply and get in line if your son, your daughter has been uh, targeted by a gang in Salvador, in Honduras, and they will die unless they join the gang and their families are also targeted if they don't do as the this group of people uh, want tell them to do. So it breaks my heart to see these moms and, and now waiting in the border and for people to still think that they have a choice, that this is a possibility for them to wait three, four years. By the, that time, their kid would be gone, dead. So this is not a choice for many, many people to stay where they would like to stay, where their family, their country is. Roxana also hopes that the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program, also known as DACA, which temporarily shields those who came to the United States as children and have lived here without legal immigration status, our dreamers, um, that that program can be strengthened and ultimately ensure a pathway to citizenship for the nation's dreamers. This will not only help families stay together and secure long-term stability, but also it will help to generate a robust economy to support the nation as it faces the economic aftermath of the pandemic. Muchísimos más porque son 1.8 millones que podían pedir un permiso y no lo hacen todavía, ¿no? So I, I think DACA is crucial and it needs to be changed to a path for residency and for citizenship because these young people, the ones that I uh, work with, that I have met, Uh, have been screened, they have complied with so many regulations. I think it's the toughest thing to get your DACA. And they are wonderful youth that work 
not only for themselves, and I can say this of most of the immigrants, but for their families too, and forcing them to every two years go through this stress and pressure of having to renew doesn't make sense for to anyone. And on top of that, it depends on what administration is in the White House that will make the difference in the lives of so many families, right? We talked about 800,000 youth, multiply that for at least three. How many people can be affected every four years at the whim of the parties? We need stability for our youth so that they can devote all their energy, all their gifts to make this country better. We are doing a disservice to this country by not regularizing the paperwork and allowing them for a path to citizenship. Yeah. And although President Biden's comprehensive immigration agenda includes preserving the DACA program, including a bill that provides a path to citizenship for dreamers, how likely is this to pass? Well, most of the traditional ways of passing an immigration reform in Congress still require not only a majority in the House of Representatives, but a supermajority in the U.S. Senate. And getting 60 votes in the Senate these days, my friends, that is very challenging. If this doesn't happen, the reality is that DACA recipients will still be vulnerable. There are so many organizations that are working not only on helping the youth to get uh, their permits, uh, but also advocating both locally at level of state and at a federal level. So... If uh, a person wishes, they can contribute to these organizations that are already, in the, are already doing the work. They can write a letter. Uh, they can su subscribe to get more information and then support the organization. They can write directly to their congressman, senator, etc. So there are so many things that people can do. And the, if everyone listening to this podcast That's one little thing. Imagine the impact that we could have. Exactly. Imagine that. And I found that the DACA program has not only improved the lives of undocumented young people and their families, but it has also affected the economy in a very positive way, helping all Americans. DACA recipients and their households get, get, get this, pay 8.7 billion with a B in federal, state, and local taxes each year and hold an estimated 24 billion, again with a B, in spending power. Not to mention that amid the public health crisis, more than 200,000 dreamers kept the country safe and running as essential workers. And this includes 29,000 DACA recipients who work in the front lines of healthcare. Y después ves estos jóvenes líderes que están allí en la lucha, uh, que tienen unas ideas brillantes, eh, que contra todo, porque tú sabes las estructuras sistémicas que son tan, voy a decirlo de frente, racistas, y se enfrentan a tanto. Y ahí están, y se sacan sus as, aún en su segunda lengua. 
y quieren dar todo de sí. Entonces, de nuevo, ¿cómo no? ¿Cómo no vamos a estar ahí presentes dando la mano? I want to thank Roxana for helping us understand better this issue from her perspective. I learned a lot, and hopefully our audience did too. And by the way, Roxana also explained why she prefers to use the term Latine and Spanish words such as hije instead of hijo or hija as a direct response to the youth she works with who are expecting more inclusion from the adults they see as role models. Eh, mira, yo me inspiro en, en estos eh, jóvenes, como te digo, van a la escuela y a veces se les pone en un camino que no es de excelencia. Sin embargo, ellos, sus papás, le hacen la lucha y van a obtener las mejores clases. Están tratando de hacer eh, lo mejor. Y para mí es tan bonito que ellos toda, también incluyan en esta lucha, en este entendimiento de lo que quieren hacer, eh, su cultura, el que sean eh, bilingües, el que nuestra comunidad tenga lo mejor, el que haya una inclusión de LGBTQ. Yo te digo que nuestro camino de inclusión ha sido largo, recién estamos eh, empezando, pero son los jóvenes los que me han empujado más que nadie. Uh, por ejemplo, el uso de la E, ¿no? que te he estado hablando yo con hije, niñe, ¿Por qué hemos cambiado? Porque los jóvenes nos dijeron, ustedes tienen que ser los que den el ejemplo para esta comunidad. Y entonces yo veo que el valor de ellos es que ven el futuro y que son los que nos van a guiar hacia una hermandad, un entendimiento mejor de lo que el mundo puede ser. Y puede ser tan lindo. Y si nosotros les estamos presionando, les estamos quitando el, el piso, les decimos que no pertenecen a este país en el que ellos han crecido, pues, ¿qué estamos haciendo con nuestro futuro? Es, es muy triste. Y, y no, ya, hay que decir, ya, DACA, ayer... el tiene que ser el cambio a su ciudadanía. I really enjoyed this conversation with Roxana Linares. Thank you, Roxana, for all the work you do with Centro Tyrone Guzman. Okay, now I'm going to ask you to welcome our guest, Alfama Duo, de nuevo aquí al escenario, al Cocos Barrio, para que nos deleiten con una nueva canción. Paula y Miguel, we are so ready for one more. So what are you going to play now? We're going to play a fado now. Fado is traditional music from Portugal, part of our repertoire, part of what we like. Let's just start. Que vi sin que te quiero amar 
for being our musical guests and to the hundreds of thousands of DACA recipients on the ninth anniversary of this policy that has provided respite to so many families, including the more than 250,000 U.S. citizen children who have a parent who is a DACA recipient. We want you to know that we are proud of you for your spirit, for your garra y sus ganas de salir adelante. We are behind you and we will keep pushing, advocating. We're gonna move, move. Vamos a mover cielo y tierra, sky and earth for the certainty you deserve. If you are rising, we're all rising. This episode of Coco's Barrio was written by Alberto Justiniano and Silvia Pontaza in collaboration with the ensemble. Directed and produced by Alberto Justiniano. Associate producer, Barry Mador. Host, Silvia Pontaza. Special guest, Roxana Linares. Musical guest, Alfama Duo. Teatro del Pueblo Acting Troupe. Maria Isabel Gonzalez, Silvia Pontaza, Ernest Briggs, Kaylin Rainbow Keir, Yvonne Fries, Katy Piñero, Abel Piñero, Paula Arguello, Raúl Arámbula, Lamont Rigel, Houseband, Vladimir Garrido, Miguel González, and Mauricio Sánchez. Sound engineer and sound mixer, Barry Mador. Social media marketing, Siri Berry. This show was made possible by the contributions from the McKnight Foundation and the Knight Foundation. I am Coco. Until next time, peace. This podcast is made possible in part by a grant from the Minnesota State Arts Board through an appropriation by the Minnesota State Legislature and a grant from the National Endowment for the Arts. For more information on Coco's Barrio, visit Teatro del Pueblo Minnesota's Facebook page or our website, www.teatrodelpueblo.org.